Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Ojane coming at you in the NCU. So it is episode two, week two, whatever you want to call it. We have a lot to cover today. I'll try not to talk your ear off, but that's kind of why you're here to listen to me. Why you would want to do that, I don't know. But welcome back. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. So we're going to start off with a little bit of black girl magic, Simone Biles, five-time Olympic medalist. So this is her second Olympic trials. Uh, Starting off here, she earned top scores in her vault, floor, and beam routines uh, during the first night of the U.S. Olympic gymnastic trials. I mean, come on now, at 24 years old? I mean, basically, she dominated the competition on night one with a total of, uh, I think, like, let me see here. I have it written down. The total score, 60.565. She has a double-double dismount named after her. It's called the Biles. What was I doing at 24? I mean, like, partying? Going to colleges? Definitely should have been doing what she was doing because this is amazing. Uh, From what I heard, I didn't get to watch it. Um, I did see the reviews and the plays and everything on ESPN, but did hear that she got a standing ovation for her floor routine. I did see this floor routine, did not see the standing ovation. Come on now, the song choice, dope. Tokyo Drift from Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, I think it's safe to say we will see her there. Uh, So definitely good song choice, living up to the hype. Come on, girl, you know you got this. Uh, Just also want to add in there, I I mean, I have to cover, I have to open, you know, talking about Simone. Representation matters, and that's just not off of race. That's everything. I mean, this is, you know, girls in gymnastics. I mean, okay, throw it back. I did gymnastics when I was little. I was like, okay, what am I going to do with this? You know, I know we had a couple of gymnasts back then. That was the 90s. Y'all don't need to know my age. But this, them actually covering it, you know, staying on top of what she's doing. Representation matters. That's just, you know, she's just amazing, an amazing person, period. So little girls out there, if you want to do gymnastics, you want to make your way doing gymnastics, you absolutely can. She's showing you that you can do that. So shout out to Simone Biles. Keep it up, girl. The representation, it is amazing. What you're doing is amazing. Crazy. Uh, So let's go ahead here. Um, Just so you know, we are saving the NBA for the end this time. Uh, There's a lot of stuff going on. So uh, speaking of representation matters Raiders defensive lineman Carl Nassib 28 years old uh, announcing coming out if you will that he is gay he is the first active player in the league to publicly identify as gay what did I just say representation and visibility do matter I say this because you know you have to think about basically say a high schooler right now playing football playing basketball baseball anything nervous you know they're essentially they see themselves as you know living a lie they want to be who they are who they were born to be and hopefully uh you know an active football player in the nfl coming out as gay will help them see there's absolutely nothing wrong with them absolutely nothing wrong 
wrong. And, and it shouldn't take an NFL player coming out for them to realize that. Uh, as, as Carl stated, you know, he agonized, agonized, excuse me, over this moment for 15 years. Imagine yourself living 15 years as someone that you don't want to be. You know, you have to hide who you really are because you're scared of how you're going to be treated in society, scared of how everyone's going to view you, scared if you're going to lose your job, scared of what's going to happen tomorrow. That's ridiculous. You're not harming anyone. You're living your life. Love is love. Come on now. That That's crazy. Uh, I was definitely happy to see other players support him via social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that lovely stuff. It definitely was a beautiful day. Uh, so congratulations to Carl. You know, you finally get to live your life. No more hiding. Uh, hopefully you only see brighter days from here. You no longer have to hide who you are because it's definitely not needed. I hope you can live your life in happiness. Uh, let's move on here to the MLB. Oh my goodness. So substance checks. We're not even a weekend. Absolutely ridiculous. Not a week. Okay. Let's back it up to two days. in. let me, let me grab some coffee here because this, my head hurts. So let's move on here to the MLB substance check. We are not even a week in, and this is just absolutely ridiculous. So Tuesday's game, that's just two days in, two days in from the substance checks, and it's a complete show, okay? So the Phillies and Nationals, this game just just completely did it for me. So Max Scherzer was (laughs) checked three times. And, you know, no one's above suspicion. No one, you know, should be granted to not be checked. But three times. Okay, so he was uh, inspected after the first and third innings, I believe. And, you know, starting pitchers were told expect two inspections per outing. Okay, cool. So the third was instigated by Philly manager Joe Girardi. This is because Max ran his hand through his hair. Let me repeat that for you. He ran his hand through his hair multiple times or not. Come on. Come on. And Girardi stated this is because he had never seen him do it in all the years that he has watched him play. Bro, what? I mean... This is if this is what it's going to be, this is going to be ridiculous. We have players dropping their pants. Let me repeat that again. Dropping their pants on the field because they're so fed up. This is ridiculous. And then you have Girardi getting kicked out because he's wanting to, quote, you know, come at the players. Sit down. Come on. This is ridiculous. So and the only thing in my head I'm like, okay, is this a possible technique to throw pitchers off their game? Because, I mean, you can request a check, okay? I understand, you know, you got to do what's best for your team. But at the same time, it's like, "Mm, so if this pitcher's doing really, really good and my team is losing, let me go ahead and request a check here and see if it'll throw them off their game. Maybe we should implement a max for the check or, you know, just, okay, going on the field and off the field. I mean, come on now. And I I don't think I'm crazy. I think today uh, I am not a Sox fan. That is for 
damn sure i am chicago cubbies north side till i die bleed cubby blue uh actually uh if you want to talk about it we can talk about that combined no hitter the other day first time in the cubbies uh history so uh that's all i'm gonna talk about but uh for the socks today i know in the socks game let me see here I'm pretty sure that someone was actually caught. Give me a second here. Uh, yeah, so Hector Santiago was ejected for foreign substance. Um, basically, it was a buildup of rosin. I'm sorry, rosin and sweat in his glove. <sighs> I, I mean, like. I'm like at a loss for words. If you know that this week is just crazy with this, even if it is a, a buildup, whatever, be smarter. Come on. Like, why would you even try it? It's crazy. And I mean, why do you need to try it against the Sox anyway? They're a trash team. Sorry, babe. I'm not sorry. I will tell you every day that your team sucks. It is a divided household in the warmer household. I am Cubby Blue. He is Southside. Uh, Baby Phoenix will be Cubby Blue. I'm not even going to argue that. Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) Um, But I just had to speak my mind on this, you know, the substance crackdown. Uh, Absolutely. I think it should be a crackdown. But I'm starting to question, like, okay, was it really needed for the middle of the season? Could you have waited since we've gone this far and then implemented in the beginning so that we could actually figure out what protocol to do so it's not a complete crap show? Because this is just, I never thought that I would get to the day that I see players dropping their pants, being checked for a foreign substance. Whew, okay. Oh, then I, I need more coffee. All right. So now we can finally move on here to the NBA. So. This actually ties into just what we talked about somehow with baseball. So it's a big debate on Twitter uh, and actually on first take a couple of days ago with Stephen A. Smith and Max. Um, And I, yeah, Magic Johnson was on there. I watched that episode, a really good episode. Um, But they were saying, should Lakers fans support the Clippers? Absolutely not. If you want to, absolutely. If you don't, no, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When the White Sox won the World Series in 2005, do you really think I was rooting for the White Sox? No, just because I'm in, ch- okay, whatever. I say from Chicago, no one knows my little town outside of Chicago, whatever. Just because I am from Chicago does not mean that I am going to root for the Sox. If you are in the World Series, I hope you lose. I will never be a Sox fan. Like I said, cubby blue till I die, Okay. No, if my Cubs are out, I am not rooting for the Sox the rest of the season. That is not how it works. You are not obligated to go for the team that is in your state, city, whatever, just because your team is out. No, absolutely not. So for those Lakers fans that are not supporting the Clippers, my hat's off to you. I understand completely. Uh, Just to recap. Cubs run won the World Series after the Sox. Y'all are losers now. 2016 Cubby Blue. Okay. So let's get started here uh, with the Hawks and Bucks. The series now after tonight's game is 2-1 Bucks. Uh, basically, in my opinion, what is the deciding factor between the two teams? Giannis. I, that's just me. Uh, you know, when he's busy taking shots from the th- three-point line, which he should 
not be doing at the three-point line uh you know they're losing I mean it is what it is when he's using his gigantic tall body built body to go to the go to the, the basket you know bulldozing through people that's when they win I mean it showed tonight absolutely uh so just to cover here uh game one so looks like it was 116-113 Hawks. That's, you know, Giannis was shooting those threes, of course. Uh, basically, the, re- the other reason Bucks lost game one, Young's ball handling. Trey Young was crazy. His ball handling, his decision making, his skill set, phenomenal. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, he was getting the others in foul trouble. He knew what he was doing. He knew how to play the game. And, and that's what it takes to win. Uh, so, I mean, he <laughs> makes Brooke Lopez look unplayable. Uh, so, and then, uh, Chris Middleton was 0 for 9 for 3. Didn't show up. Did not show up. Holiday and Middleton always show up opposite. Crazy. Uh, so game two for the Hawks and Bucks, uh, 125.91 bucks. Giannis showed up okay that's my boy right there uh let's see here it was a 20 point run first half from the bucks uh young had nine turnovers at halftime what unheard of crazy um like i said at the beginning of the segment Giannis started using his body and cut all the three pointers like we don't need them from you you don't need to give them to us why i'm whispering because i'm gonna start screaming because it drives me crazy uh, game three tonight, 113-102 bucks. Hawks came out on a 7-0 run. It was crazy. It was just, they just came out going crazy. Uh, great start to the game. Uh, of course, we got another shimmy from Trey Young tonight, but this time it was after the shot. Bucks, y'all got to stop leaving him wide open. I don't know if you think it's me at that three-point line shooting, but I assure you he is going to make it if you keep leaving him wide open. I don't know what I'm missing, but, uh, yeah, you're going to see a lot more shimmies if you keep doing that. Uh, but, uh, shimmy did not take him very far. They ended up losing. Middleton went crazy, 38 points, 11 rebounds. Giannis was not far behind, 33 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, and might I add, he looked mighty fine doing it. Sorry, babe, I still love you. We're married. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you already know. I'm for the Bucks. Let's get it. But I do support Trey Young. I think he is an amazing player. Absolutely a superstar player right now. Uh, I know that is a discussion, uh, too, for Booker and Young. Are they superstars now? In my mind, absolutely. Uh, Young has gone 12 straight games with 20 points or more per, per game. Longest in postseason history. I mean, it is what it is. I absolutely put super in front of that star. Head off to him. So let's go ahead and move on to the Suns and Clippers. Uh, Phoenix leads three to one. Uh, I already covered game one in my last episode. So if you missed that episode, run it back. It's not too long. You get to hear this gorgeous voice. Uh, it's really not that gorgeous. Probably really nasally because it's been humid as heck lately. So <laughs> back in <laughs> to the Phoenix Suns and Clippers. Uh, game two, 104-103 Suns. This, uh, unfortunately, Devin Booker's gorgeous face was ruined by Patrick Beverly. Um, you know, I knew right, I knew right then and there that his nose was broken. 
the husband was telling me, no, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it was crazy because he, he looks like a little kid to me. He has like the perfect face. And then to see that huge nose, thank God it got set back. But oh my God. Um, so, and then this is amazing ending to the game. The game winning dunk, uh, now known as the value, not the alley hoop. Um, Aiden just executed that perfectly. Seeing everyone's face, specifically Stephen A. and Mike Wilbon at the end of that, priceless. That was just a great ending to a game. Let us know what kind of series this is going to be. Craziness. Um, game three, 106-92 Clippers. Uh, first game that Booker came in with his mask, you could tell that, you know, it was bothering him. I mean, would, who who wouldn't it bother? It's a, it's a mask. It's, you know, it has to bother your peripheral. I mean, I wouldn't know. Never wore it. Didn't play basketball like that. So, uh, and then it was the first game with Chris Paul back. So, you know, they, they weren't in rhythm. Uh, the Suns were not in rhythm, but uh, so they lost that game. Game four, 84-80 Suns. Booker had to take that mask off. I mean, it is what it is. Me, personally, I would not take it off. Uh, I'm too scared about my face. But like he said, you know, he can always get surgery. He got the money for that. He can afford it. Uh, so he took that mask off and, you know, did what needed to be done. Aiden came in with 19 points, 22, excuse me, rebounds, four blocks. Uh, Clippers never got the lead the entire game. So uh, they came out ready. You know, Chris Paul still wasn't playing all that great, but, you know, I... It has to help the team so much with having him back, I would assume. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, let's see here. If they win, CP3 will be going to his first finals. So crazy. Clippers, uh, this is the Clippers' first conference finals in franchise history. What? Like, they've never had a championship obviously but it's just so crazy to think about but yeah uh so it's they were questioning you know is it bigger for cp3 or is it bigger for the clippers i mean overall probably the clippers is definitely gonna help their franchise but i'm pulling for cp3 you know you don't know how many more years he has left definitely one of the greats uh grew up you know watching him i definitely wanted to get a ring so Definitely pulling for CP3. Definitely pulling for the Suns. Uh, let's see, you know, with the three to one lead. Too bad it's not going to be Suns and four, like my man said in the fight video. Uh, but we'll see where it goes from here. So I can't wait to see everything for the Eastern Western Conference, how this is going to pan out. In my opinion, I absolutely think that it is going to be uh, Bucks and Suns in the finals. I won't you know what I almost said who I have taking the whole championship but I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait <laughs> before I jump the gun with that and it's embedded in this episode uh so but I that is my prediction um but yeah no words from Phoenix tonight maybe next episode but thank you guys so much for coming back listening to my second episode hopefully you like what you hear uh we'll be covering uh more NBA maybe a little bit more baseball a couple things like that keeping up with Simone Biles if there's anything you want to hear absolutely go over to my Instagram again Alexandria underscore underscore B B E E let me know if you ever want to debate on some topics, let me know. You'll lose. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, uh, everyone have a happy 4th of July. Be safe out there. Don't do any craziness. Um, and we'll talk soon. Peace out.